0: This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. Hey, hey, hey,
1: hey! Okay, everybody, I'm really excited. I have a fun guest with me today. Do you want to introduce yourself?
0: Yeah, hey guys, I'm Callie. I'm 17 years old.
1: Awesome. And where do you live?
0: I live in Tucson
1: tucson arizona do you have scorpions at your house
0: uh we used to but no not anymore
1: (laughs) i think i'd rather eat a snake than see a scorpion no snakes are just
0: as bad oh i hate snakes. no
1: (laughs) do you have snakes
0: at your house yeah we do because we live right next to a desert and so there's a bunch of snakes
1: uh, I would still be happier with that than one scorpion Ugh. okay, now that I'm all grossed out, okay, calm down <sighs> all right, so you wrote to me saying that you had had some good experiences reading the Book of Mormon. Would you like to just um tell me a little bit about the one that you read, I guess in first Nephi?
0: yeah, so in first Nephi one one it says, nevertheless. Having been highly favored of the Lord in all my days. And like thinking about that, he's writing this after he went through all these afflictions and all these hard trials. And like, he still says that he's been highly favored of the Lord in all his days. It didn't just mean like one day. It was all his days. And I thought that was really, really cool.
1: So how does a person end up highly favored and still having afflictions? Because to me, I mean, the world kind of says like, oh, why do bad things happen to good people? And uh, what do you think about that? Because I think it's amazing, too. And I think it's awesome that he could say, even when he was going through all those trials, he was still highly favored to the Lord. But what do you think about that?
0: I think it's just about like finding the joy in life, because even through the hard days, like there's still so much to be thankful for. Like this year, I've been writing in my journal and reading the scriptures every day, and a couple of weeks have gone by and it's just surprised me every single day how there has been something good and something like I call it like God winks at you. Uh-huh.
1: Like,
0: uh-huh. How he just he just finds ways to let you know that he still loves you.
1: I love that idea. God's winks. Yeah, maybe people should have like a God's Winks book next to their bed. And at night, you can instead of a gratitude journal, you just write down like, how did I see God wink at me today?
0: Yeah, it's I, it's kind of funny. It implies humor as well.
1: No, I think it's cool. So tell me about some of God's Winks to you lately, Callie.
0: Um, well, like when I'm having a rough day at school, like I look back and I just realize how somebody either smiled at me or held open the door for me or somebody just came and talked to me when I needed it. Or like we were discussing earlier um, how I was listening to your podcast and you had said something that had just like really impacted me in a way of what I needed to hear at the time to know that God still loves me despite all these trials and even because of the trials god shows that he still loves me.
1: Yes, I think that's so important. On the other podcast I've talked about how my dad used to say who the lord loves he tries and that was kind of my dad saying like the lord must really love me because I'm having these trials. And it's kind of a weird way to think, but as I've looked at my life and I've looked at some of the hardest things I've gone through, I've become a better and better person because of them. So sometimes looking at my situation and saying, man, things are kind of hard right now. The Lord must really love me. It's kind of a different approach, but that was Nephi's approach.
0: Yeah, and it shows like it's contrasted through his brothers, how they didn't see it that way. They just like to murmur and complain. And I think sometimes we can do that too, but like, if we look at it, how Nephi looked at it, like the Lord was still with all his family and was there providing for them.
1: Right. And he was the one that noticed it and he was the one that appreciated it. And Laman and Lemuel are whining all day long and then Nephi is getting on there and saying, I'm so grateful for this promised land or for you know all the different things that are going on. He had such an attitude of being grateful.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And maybe that's another reason why he didn't think, that all of his afflictions just equal the terrible life.
0: Yeah, and I've like seen friends go through like horrible horrible lives and seeing how they're able to get through it because they rely on the Lord and they know that no matter what the Lord is always there for them.
1: So how do you feel the Lord's love the most for you? Let's say you are having these hard times, you are going through a trial how do you feel his love the most
0: honestly it sounds kind of weird but like when i pray and like t- like just i just like rant to him about all these things and then after i'm done there's just this huge overwhelming sense of peace and like i'm either able to get sleep that night or i suddenly have energy to go out and like get all my crap done that i was worried about and it's just like the sense of empowerment that God gives me.
1: That's really great from just sitting down and pouring it out to him.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: That's really cool. And I think once we can learn to talk to Heavenly Father like a friend or like a real dad, it changes things. Because like you said, you pour it all out. This is really what's going on. I'm not coming to you formally like somebody I don't know. Like You're my Heavenly Father, and I'm going to tell you all I've got. And then he can give you that sweet, peaceful feeling. That's cool. Yeah. Have you ever, and this isn't for you to say, Oh no, I haven't. I'm bad. This is like a thought for you. Have you ever, after you've poured your heart out like that, opened up the Book of Mormon?
0: Oh, yeah. So many times. And sometimes it's really funny. And I think God has a huge sense of humor. And it's something that's just like, makes me laugh and then like that relieves me a lot uh-huh. or it's something serious something where he's like okay you need to go and you need to change this or it's something comforting like I'm here for you I have you no matter what situation you're in
1: right and that is is the magic of the Book of Mormon. That's the message I want to get out to the whole world this year. That's what I want people to learn is that when you pray and then you open the scriptures, it's kind of like you're picking up the phone and calling Heavenly Father, and then he's talking to you back through the pages of the Book of Mormon, because it's almost like magic how often it pertains to what's going on in your life. It's like a miracle.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 As I've been reading this year, I've been like just reading the same stuff. And that's been like really hard for me is just like not getting off track, but reading, like going through the mm-hmm. verses. And even in the verses, it tells me stuff I need to learn for for my life. Or if I'm not sure about something, I'll look up yes another verse about it from like the Bible or it'll lead me somewhere. Yep. And that'll be my answer. And it's incredible how that works.
1: Kelly, it's amazing. You've already learned how to do this because this will keep you strong your whole life and cross-referencing, like you said, looking up other scriptures that have to do with the one that stopped you. It's the way Heavenly Father talks to you. I swear he knows where all the words are in all the scriptures and he can lead you on that little chase. And I feel like some mornings when I sit down and start doing it, I don't want to stop. Cause I'm like, what else are you going to teach me? What else am I going to find? You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I do that sometimes too. I'll like look up and it's been like an hour and I'm like, Oh, okay. It's but so great. It gives me so much inspiration just by like reading every day, even on the days that I don't want to. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'll read for two minutes and just see Uh what happens. And even in those two minutes, so much love and support comes to me through my Heavenly Father.
1: I think that's so great. One of the things that's been interesting to me to learn too is Nowadays, I really try to read every day. Like you said, just a minute if I have to or whatever. But it seemed like even in the past, when I would go days and days or weeks without reading, the second I would pick it up again, he'd say, okay, I have something to tell you. Like it wasn't like, Oh, well, you haven't picked it up in three weeks. So you're going to have to put in a real effort for three weeks before I talk to you again. Like it just seems like he's always waiting to answer our prayers when we turn to the Book of Mormon. It's a miracle.
0: Yeah, definitely. I had one of my friends in seminary this morning compare it to a cell phone where you might not always have connection and you might not be completely in tune with Heavenly Father, but you can always call 911. And he compared that to how when you need Heavenly Father, no matter how much connection you have right then, you can always turn to him and he'll be right there to help you.
1: That's awesome. That's so great well i love that you go to seminary i love that you are reading the scriptures every day and that you're studying is there any other advice or anything else you want to tell maybe some of the teenagers the kids around the world that are struggling maybe with their faith or with prayer
0: i what comes to mind is the quote doubt your doubts before you doubt your faith and i think that's been really important to me to be able to doubt those doubts you have and stay true to the things you do know and by doing that and by continuing in the gospel no matter what your trials are or even how much you've sinned knowing that God loves you still and if you cling on to it there's a verse that Nephi says and he says I don't know all things but I know that God loveth his children and
1: my favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah, right? It's so powerful. Just clinging on to the fact that you know that God loves you, despite everything, and even because of everything, that God will always be there to help inspire you and love you and get you through the hard times.
1: Perfect ending. Thank you so much. I appreciate you talking to me. I appreciate you reaching out and writing to me. And that a 17-year-old's actually listening to my podcast makes me so happy. So shine <laughs> on, Callie. <Yes. laughs>
0: Thank you. Bye. Bye. First and second books of Nephi, Jacob, Enos, Jerem, my words of Mormon and Mosiah singing. This is so fun. Alma, Helaman, third, fourth Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni. Learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon.
1: Hey, 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 hey.